All right, welcome back to another episode of Get, Get Stoked! <laughs> with your hosts, Evan, Ty, Trent, and our special guest, Deanna! Woo! This week, we are exploring the globe from east to west and, and seeing the best places that the internet has to offer. All right, so we're here with Deanna. Deanna, how do you know, well, me? <laughs> uh, well, we work together. Yeah. <laughs> and we're in genetics together, so yeah. that's nice. So we, we struggle through it together. How do you feel about Ty? I love Ty. He <laughs> is one of my All favorite right, people. Tell me how you actually feel after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great. All right, so this week we're talking about travel. Travel. Something I have not done any of, so. Oh, <laughs> I have not been out of the United States ever. Okay. The farthest I've been is Florida. How was Florida? Florida. I was like nine years old. So. Oh, okay. We went to do you remember it? Yeah, I do. It's oh, a classic, like, like Disney. I remember my little brother was like deathly afraid of Donald Duck. It was hilarious. He wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't get his picture taken with him. It was so funny. But um, yeah, that's about as far as I've gone. But uh, so let's um let's get started by talking about like just like our dream places to go. Where do you guys want to go the most? Ooh. God, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, literally fun. anywhere. I've always found Asian places to be the best because, mm-hmm. you know, being from the West, we don't grow up with that type of culture. So anytime you go there, it's, like, massive, like, almost an alien world, you know. The architecture is completely different. The cultures mm-hmm. are completely different. The languages are completely different. But as opposed, if you go to somewhere like Europe, like, I know you and I have. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, I have. But- uh, but it's almost like being in a slightly different United States, like the yeah. way everyone acts and stuff okay. like that. Um, so I'd love to see like all the unique places outside of the Western culture. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting to base off that to go to like North place like North Korea where it's like, just, I, I know like that's not like a dream vacation. I'm just saying like, just because like the, the way they live is so under control that I just want to see it with my own mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. You want to see, like, the fake grocery store Yeah, all, that, all yeah. that kind of stuff, because it's just crazy, yeah. Honestly, the dangerous places are, like, where I want to go most. Yeah. Like, the places <laughs> that no one else goes is where I want to go. <laughs> Bombs are dropping here. <laughs> like, Best wow! I would ever. never experience this in America. So yeah. I, like, come here. <laughs> I think my dream place is um, uh, this little island called Tasmania, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not right. I'm the not, Tasmanian Devils. Where the Tasmanian yeah. Devils are. Oh, yeah. Um. Because for the longest time, I wanted to work in zoology, and they have this, mm-hmm. like, contagious tumor disease that's wiping them out, and I wanted to help them. They're the cutest little things in the world. How would you help them? I wanted that's to so s- study, like, zoology and, I don't know, help. <laughs> I don't know. I don't he know. just knew he wanted to help them. Yeah. Clearly, get there, that's but... not the plan anymore. <laughs> zoology tumors. I mean, the two really don't mix. Like, they? a mixture of oncology, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I think some of the most interesting places are, are like the places that we can't go. Like yeah. I know there's like this one little like village or whatever in I think it's Africa where there's like a, a colony living there, and if like you try to go there, they will kill you. Like I remember seeing. Oh, you know that, what I'm about? it's an island. No, it's an island. no but that just makes oh. me excited. <laughs> Off India, but yeah, if you try to fly in there, they will shoot you. Down. Yeah, like they throw. Nobody's ever been there. I think I've seen pictures of it, of like literally yeah. like from a helicopter view, yeah. and they have like arrows pointed <laughs> yeah. at the helicopter, yeah. and will kill you. Or, like, places like Chernobyl, or, like, there's, like, an island where, like, only, like, cats live, I think. It's, like, or something like that. There's, like, yeah. an island specifically. There's an island of dogs. Yeah. Um, what's it called? In Japan, there's a whole island that's built, like, as a colony. So, 
there's literally no wilderness at all. It's all just like buildings yeah. rising up and it was completely abandoned. So it's like this literal abandoned city. That's scary shit. This was footsteps walking by. Like, I feel like that'd be such a cool place. To oh go. yeah. Yeah, I, that's why people want to go to see Chernobyl and stuff yeah. like that to see the abandoned like emptiness of it. Uh but Chernobyl would be underwhelming for me because I know I wouldn't see any mutants. Yeah. I'd want to. <laughs> this isn't like Fallout. <laughs> so, okay. Another reason I wanted to do travel is because it's kind of like that holiday season now. And people are traveling to go with family and stuff. So on a global scale travel, but also like I know there's that like local travel. Are you guys going places, doing things for the holidays that are like crazy and fun? Well, I think I'm going to cry. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. Yeah, I was going to cry, too. Oh, but, yeah. But, but, Every day. Yeah, besides <laughs> that, I mean, it's even better on the holidays. No, today, actually, like an hour ago in class, I was daydreaming because I don't pay attention. And I was like, I need to do something. Like, I haven't been abroad in, like, three months. Like, I need to go again. So I think over winter break, I'm going somewhere. I'm going to decide that after this. <laughs> but, That's awesome. Yeah. Where so. are you thinking? Why don't we decide anyway. that on this? Oh, <laughs> see, my, like, top place to go right now is Thailand. I Thailand. really want to go to Thailand, yeah. Just to see how they live. Also, I really have been into the um, cheaper places because I'm broke. Yeah. So <laughs> I really like being able to go places, yeah. see a lot of things, not spending a lot of money. So I feel like Thailand, I've heard amazing things. So like, why not? I think that was on the list that it's, I was looking at. I was looking at cheap places mm-hmm. to go. And it was like one of the cheapest. Why is it so cheap? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't – do you know why it's so cheap? I, Probably because uh, – I would assume it's because it's like still a developing yeah. country in a lot of ways. So it's like because if you go to some places like in Europe, particularly like places like Switzerland, it is super expensive just yeah. to buy like yeah. food. Norway is uh, insanely yeah. expensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's like to get uh, a plate of raw meat and cheese. It's like thirty bucks yeah. in Jesus. some places. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, I yeah. don't know about living here. Chief. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was in Africa, I would used to get, like, a full dinner and drinks, like, probably, like, three drinks and my full meal for, like, $7. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. That was really cool. So nice. I think it was like that in Costa Rica, now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. But I forgot you went to Costa Rica I did. summer. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. How's that? It's amazing. Getting attacked by bugs in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was, it was pretty cool. I'll tell more stories later, mm-hmm. but we got to stay in the rainforest for a week, and that was, like life-changing so i i love to stay in rainforest like one of my top places to go has always been like to see the aztec or the mayan and just uh see what their architecture and kind of their way of life Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. like if you could stay around there too i would always get worried about the tourist parts of that now because now i feel like you don't get that authentic experience in the same way of like uh in the region that we are, there are tourist locations that are very historical and, mm-hmm. like, on their own, they're very cool. But then you get there and there's, yeah. like, people dressed <laughs> up in colonial garb and it's like, all right. Like, yeah. And, and do you think, like, the tourism aspect of, like, a lot of these places has, like, a negative impact on, like, how the culture is? Because, like, I feel like a lot of the time, like, these places have to, like, kind of adapt a little bit to to fit, like, the tourist vibe that, that they receive. Like, you know, I will say it definitely ruins it. If you're from there, yeah, because uh, I, I, it pisses me off just being from around here in middle of nowhere, oh, yeah. where you drive down and Lancaster and you to see, see the Amish, yeah, and there are people literally like pulled over on the side of the road with DSLRs out, so if like 
gawking at oh, Amish yeah. people. And yeah, it's like, they're just, not that interesting. Yeah, just leave them well, alone. They're just see, living their life. I'm from New Jersey. I've right. never seen an Amish person before moved up here. And so I like, remember, well, I <laughs> distinctly remember seeing a horse and buggy. And my mom and I were like, what the heck is that? <laughs> like, we were freaking out. But like, I'm, I'm not from around here. I've never seen that in my life. I thought it was, I honestly, maybe I'm just uncultured. Which is funny, but I honestly was like, "Oh, they probably just like don't exist, or like are in yeah, like some yeah. other foreign country." But like, you're like, do we just go back in time? You'll get to yes. a point where you just start to despise them because you'll get stuck behind them all the yeah. time, and it's and like, the, okay. and they destroy the roads yeah. with their horse and buggies. Um, it like carves. Yeah, uh, they don't pick up their crap, so like you're yeah. But you're right about that. Like I have I have a, a family that I stayed with in Canada, and they came down to visit one time. The only thing that they wanted to see at all was the Amish. I don't yes. get that. I don't get that. It's like, they, they just don't use technology. Granted, what is so interesting about that? Granted, there's, there's nothing else to do. That's true. Where yeah. we're from. Yeah. Like they're Hershey. Yeah. Philly, yeah. And that's like Hershey, a, a local thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Philly is practically not in the state. So yeah, we literally Pittsburgh's pretty cool though. There are, aren't there some Amish like in, out in California too? I think I've I've heard about like they're not just select Pennsylvania like there's also some in California I think I remember hearing about that no not in like fucking um uh, God what's that place of all the YouTubers life it's totally something on LA like, LA yeah <laughs> all the YouTubers YouTubers I mean that's like literally that's Whoa, not what it is anymore no yeah. freaking way there are aren't there explain how this happens though because like the Pennsylvania migration they just like came over and they stopped they were like we're here done we'll see what if they went the other way and they Ooh, came yeah. on the west two of like the original <laughs> ten families like the one that everyone started hating yeah they were like get out of here go to California yeah and they're like yeah. okay fine the Amish are crazy too like they'll like if you like it's don't want to be anymore. Amish anymore like your family's just like yeah fuck mm. you we're not gonna we're not gonna recognize you as our child anymore oh they're from Oregon and they migrated down. Down. Yeah, I don't like the English. <laughs> I don't like the I think they're right. I've met some decent just people. The and they're pretty nice sometimes, but like, um, just, I don't know. Um, my girlfriend's dad actually wants to come to speak to the Amish because I don't know if you know this, but they speak a very old dialect of Swiss German. Oh, really? Huh. Particularly around here. So he thinks that they, well, it might be difficult, they would still be able to communicate. Yeah. Um, because Swiss Germans, well, I mean, if you even spoke German, you could still speak yeah. Swiss German because it's only minor differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he wants to experience that just to be able to talk to them in like native tongue, you know. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of dialects, how we we've traveled a lot. How how did you guys did you know the language where you were, or was it just an adaptation? No. I had no uh-huh. idea. <laughs> like, I I know how to say sehr gut, and that was it. What does that mean? Very good. Very yeah. good. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think you got to, like, a lot, I feel like a lot of, like, these countries. And please do, and thank you. A lot of these countries, too, are, like, accepting, like, English as, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, especially, like, popular tourist sites. So, like, yeah. it's becoming less of an issue to travel now because, like, English is slowly dominating the language field. Plus, mm-hmm. um, knowing people who are non-native English speakers, they say they like speaking it more and that it's easier to learn because phonetically it's not very easy because there are a lot of like hey it changes based on the context and stuff like that um but particularly with something like german where you can have the verb is always in the second place but other than that doesn't matter like you can have one half of the sentence be in the front or in the back german's difficult you can switch it around stuff like that whereas english it's there's only one way to do it yeah and as soon as you do it 
you can't do it anyway yeah. else. But yeah. I've also heard people say that like English is an extremely difficult language to learn. Probably if I would imagine if you're from like an Asian yeah. country. But that's just because of the It's, it's hard for um, me too though, man. Yeah. Like English. Yeah. 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 So I don't know which there is there. <laughs> True. Well, when I was in Africa, the I did not know any of the languages coming in. And in South Africa, there's like multiple different national languages. Everyone speaks something a little bit different. Everyone's like accent is a little bit different too so sometimes I'm like I don't even know which one you're speaking and they click a lot too a lot of them and so like it's a lot of like <laughs> and like I I don't know what the heck that yeah, means that and so in yeah even like leaving the country I know maybe like three four phrases words and that's it because it's so hard for like my mouth to move that way so quickly right and it's also fascinating with African languages in general because you know everyone originated in Africa so a lot of those languages are still like the original language. So they're very rudimentary, like particularly the clicking ones. It's like, it's not like I, there's something in the tree up there. It's like tree up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's something very basic. Mm -hmm. And it, it's so interesting just to see that in like modern society, yeah. where I guess it's solely because they didn't move around a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that um, my German teacher in high school, she, she, she spoke English like fluently, but she had a daughter and her, her, her daughter spoke like complete German. It's just like, she'd walk in there and like half of us sit in a class, like, well, this girl speaks better German than all of us. So I think that's awesome. Like when they just pass the language down like that. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish, I wish I started at an earlier age. Yeah. And I wish I didn't take Latin. Yeah, I've taken, oh, I've taken five such years Such a waste of, of time. I, was like, I still don't know anything. anything. Oh, well, obviously. Yeah. So if you're going to be in science, you have to know I was know like, Latin. science, I'll know Latin. The most I can do now is like guess possibly the function of something that we're learning about like two seconds before they tell you what it is you can summon <laughs> demons too. you know what i mean yeah like, oh, like, true. this is the Demon hydro stuff. blah 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 and it, like everybody knows what hydro means but i'm like <laughs> latin <laughs> like shut up uh, <laughs> hydro isn't even latin i think it's greek it's okay i took spanish for seven years and i cannot say anything in spanish i can say the very basics that everybody knows that even people who haven't taken spanish but i cannot tell you anything more than that <laughs> it's hard uh, i was supposed to learn French because my great-grandmother is directly from France and mm. she was like I want to teach all the kids how to speak French and my grandpa goes no my great-grandpa he was uh he was a classic type like he's fought in many wars yeah. you know classic American like do-it-yourself kind of guy and he's like they're American they only need English yeah. and looking back on it I'm like boomer. okay grandpa <laughs> thanks like <laughs> boomer I, I would know a couple languages yeah at least two by now yeah, um, my uh, my uncle's um, uh, uh, my uncle's mom was a Holocaust survivor um, from from Germany, so she speaks like fluent German and stuff. And it's like it's super interesting, like listening to her like have a conversation too, like because mm. I remember the one time she was over, she was like intoxicated a little bit, and kept flipping <laughs> between German and uh, English. And it was just it was really funny. They do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, like go in between. Even if they know you can't speak one language, it's just <laughs> I. Most people just can't differentiate because I guess as soon as you learn it, it all becomes almost the same thing, mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, uh, I'm going to say it this way and I would say it this way. So it just becomes interchangeable. I think it's interesting too when they can keep their, their accents, like especially after living here for so long. Like she still had a pretty heavy accent. but like, It's if you're old. Yeah. Well, and I bet you too, we would have what they would call like an American accent in whatever dialect we learn. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. general, and we probably couldn't get rid of that. Like especially like our R's, 
are very weird in comparison to a lot of other R sounds mm-hmm. around the world. Like we're very, I don't, the only thing I can say is American. Like it's just mm-hmm. like, like Dude. we, it's hard. Yeah. You know what else is cool is when you like learn another language so well that you're so fluent in it that you've actually dream in the new language that that's you learn. Insane. That's Has that happened to you? No, I don't know anything. No, she said she's not fluent. <laughs> no, but I, I, there was an exchange student in high school, and I remember my teacher talking to her, and she was like, oh, can you, like, dream in English? Yeah, because I heard that that's, like, when you really know that you really know this language. And she was like, yeah, actually, last night I had a dream, and it was in English, and it was so cool. That's really that's crazy. Yeah. And I wonder, like, if 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 your thought processes kind of split too, mm-hmm. like sometimes you're thinking in English when you're speaking. Okay, this is slightly unrelated, but I actually grew up with playing hockey with um, two siblings, brothers who whose parents are first generation British immigrants, That's cool. and right. so it's not a difference in language, but a difference in accent, and it's something that they cannot control. But when they are talking to or about their parents, they speak in an English accent. Really? Anyone else, they speak in an American accent. And if you ask them to do a British accent, it's the worst fake-sounding Cockney accent ever. They cannot actually, like, emulate it. That's interesting. Right. Uh, I had a friend like that, too. I know, right? First generation uh, from the UK. And he was the exact same way. It's Even if, like, he heard someone with a British accent on TV, he would automatically switch to a British accent. Or I think he could control it because anytime he tried to pick up girls, he would switch to a British oh. accent. <laughs> but it never worked. Every, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's like, dude, you're yeah. just talking to me. It's like, come yeah. on. What's interesting too, like a lot of like, whether you said about like switching back and forth, it's, I think a lot of that's to do with like, there's some words in English that like, or like in other languages that like we can't like translate to. Yeah. yeah. Like I forget, like I, I remember there was an example in German, but I can't remember. What um, it was. There's a lot of them in German. Right? Yeah. yeah. But German's kind of funny because a lot of it boils down to very literal. Like yeah. Brötchen is a roll. It literally just means small bread. Yeah. So a lot of them are like, uh, what's it? Turtle is shield toad. Mm-hmm. So it's just very basic words <laughs> yeah. meshed together. That's why some of them it's, are so long. It's pretty close to English too. Like a lot of their words are like like schlaf and yeah. sleep. Like Vasa. Yeah, it's 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 pretty close. Like it's it's almost like lazily close. But then there's some like crazy ones. Like an ambulance is a Krankenwagen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's amazing too, especially Europe in general because travel there is so fluid and you can just move around. They are very open to English speakers. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. you can get – if you just know, like, choose uh, – I'm trying to think of any other – like, literally, I just said choose, which is bye. Yeah. So you would say – you would have a whole conversation in English. Then if you just say goodbye in German, they would be perfectly happy yeah. with that. You don't do that in Switzerland, though. No? You say ciao, which ciao. is Italian for goodbye. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Is that – are they – I'm here showing my geographical uh, lack <laughs> yeah. of knowledge. Are they kind of the – They're right by – they're right by um, – Switzerland. Switzerland's right by Germany, Italy, and France. Mm. Hence the yeah. Hence all the combination of those. It's literally those three languages that are the most common in Switzerland. That's cool. Like we went uh, two hours into Germany whenever I was there, and we met a friend. We went to Europa Park, which is like a big theme park, all based around different European countries. Mm. Which I thought was kind of weird because it's like. You're kind of stroking your own dick there whenever you make a theme park about every country and the place <laughs> that it that it is. Like, ooh, now I can go to the Germany section. Yeah. It's like I'm already in Germany. Yeah. I don't need to experience this. Yeah. But 
um, we went to a place in the town where uh, another exchange friend lived. And you could like go up to a watchtower and see the border to France, like where the Maginot line would have been. Um, it must be really nice to live in a place where you can just like drive and experience a completely different culture. I mean, yeah. I guess you can kind of do that here, but it's like not as extreme. It's like, oh, you want to drive south and you, it's can, more experience, like, you can experience the rednecks yeah. or like there are, there the are west can experience douchebags. But it's not like, oh, these people have a totally different lifestyle and like totally different language. It's yeah. like, that's not here. You know. I think it's also funny. Americans love to generalize about other Americans in the way of like, like, oh, the rednecks in the South or like the, yeah. you know, Northeasterners like us, we have a reputation for being assholes. Yeah. And um, our friend Emma, who I hope one day will come on this, but she is in Mississippi right now. And <laughs> people are like, look, you're really nice, but like sometimes you're just a huge asshole. And like <laughs> she can't control it though. Cause part of it is just like, where that's like yeah. people are passive aggressive we're short we're mm -hmm. to the point we talk at the speed of light here yeah. and that's just how we are like someone gets in your way for a couple seconds and you're yelling at them <laughs> you're like yeah, uh, fuck you yeah. like come on yeah. do not get in my way when i'm driving <laughs> i know that's what i'm saying it's ridiculous i hate going through harrisburg because i'm like i'm always just flipping people <laughs> off left and right if oh. i could send them xbox live messages i would <laughs> oh god yeah the smallest thing can set me off now. Yeah, I think I that has to do with living here. Especially on the I think you're just blaming the environment for you being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, so that's too. fair. Well, that's in South Africa, everyone goes so slow. Everyone's late to everything. And I am always early to everything because that's who I am. And I rush to get there, to get there early, and that's it. And there have been so many times where I'd meet up with, like, friends who, like, grew up from Africa who grew up in Africa, we would go and meet and be like, okay, we'll, we'll get there at like eight o'clock. My friends would show up at like 8.25, 8.30. And I'm like, where the heck were you? And she's oh like, God. oh yeah, just, we were just driving around. Just got here now. Like I, oh, like that's I just so don't that's like, that's like here, like being on time is late, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Like I'm always everywhere early because like I'm just afraid of being late. Mm -hmm. um, that's good. For particularly us three, you can chime into Evan, but is there anything... <laughs> that different cultures did that you just it wasn't like anything major it wasn't a deal breaker but it was just like little pet peeves you. yeah costa rica just due to the due to the ground and how it is they can't have really thick piping and as a result you cannot flush toilet paper ew so there's a, a trash can in every cool. bathroom do they have a bidet no. You don't get your asshole squirted? So in, every bathroom, <laughs> in every bathroom, there's a trash can, and that's oh. where you throw the toilet paper. It's disgusting. We should get them bidets. And <laughs> it's it's yeah. nothing bad, and you get used to it really quickly, and it's fine. But, like, for the first few days, it just feels gross. Mm -hmm. That's nasty. That would not work here, especially in, like, my bathroom. Like, like yeah. I, feel, I could show you a picture of the trash can, and it's the grossest well, thing ever. Okay, but then also think, I think a lot of it has to do with the food, which we should talk about a lot more, because that's one of the craziest parts of traveling. But, like... There, it's a lot of starchy grains and like fibrous vegetables, and so mm -hmm. your bowel movements are solid. But like in America, it's like sugar and shit. So <laughs> like you could not feasibly have an American bathroom where a trash can is where the toilet paper goes. Yeah, yeah. people would be puking. But there, it's just it's like fine. Yeah. So I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Okay, mine is definitely not like that. Well, like, in Africa, they, like, unless you have a lot of money, you don't have heat. And yeah. so I was there, like, it was our summer in America, but there it was winter. 
And I'm like an idiot. And I'm like, okay, well, I love being cold. So this is going to be fine. I don't even need to bring a lot of heavy clothes. I'm freaking wrong. So we get there and I'm, I realize that my bathroom is literally outside. Like to get to my bathroom. Go. Yeah. So my, my room. Okay. I'm going to lay out the whole house for you. You walk through the front door, you see the kitchen and some, some rooms, and then you have to walk through the kitchen and the living room to then go outside to like the side door. And then you see three more rooms. And my room is just a little cubby of a room. And you have to walk back outside to then get to the bathroom, which is another cubby of a room. And so there's no heat. So in the bathroom, you're freezing. And I shower in the morning. So I'd wake up at like six, shower, freezing. It's like 50 degrees outside. And I can't even like step on my floor because the floor is freaking cold too. And it's just... That's the worst feeling. It's awful. And then I would go to work and I'd be sitting there shivering because it's also <laughs> where I worked is kind of like half outside, half inside. There weren't a lot of like uh, doors. And so like however it was outside is however it's going to be inside and that's it. Mm-hmm. So everything was just cold all the time. But I mean, that really, it could be worse. I could just bring more clothes and not be th- stupid. Mine is the exact opposite. Really? Whenever you go, particularly in the summer, to uh, any European place, they don't have air conditioning yeah, or fans. Right. They don't. They're masochists. They I don't forgot, believe forgot in about fans. that. They don't even believe in ice. I know. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like you go into a room and you're like, man, I can't wait to snuggle up under my big comforter. Oh wait, I'm sweating to death yeah. now because these fuckers don't even believe I in fans. Forgot about that. Like mm-hmm. whenever we went to my one friend's house, he had one fan. The guy in Germany, he had one fan, and that's because his American girlfriend bought it for him whenever she stayed over. <laughs> yeah. Because he can't do this. Yeah, it's it's every time. It's the worst, too, because I always go, well, our buildings are made of stone. I'm like, yeah, it's so hot as shit in here. <laughs> I, guess, I guess Europeans just don't sweat. Yeah, no, they're just... <laughs> well, whenever, like, 80% of the year is just cold and yeah. death outside, maybe the 20% where it's nice uh, and hot. Is I mean, nice. It can be cold yeah, as shit awesome. in my room, and I'll still have a fan on just because, just like... Yeah, it's nice. All right, Evan, what is one thing that pisses you off here? Here? Yes. I, I have a whole list of shit that pisses one, me off One here. thing. <laughs> um... I'd say, like, we do not know how to drive, like, at all. (laughs) That's true. We suck at driving, and it is the worst thing ever. Like, I hate it. Like, I hate the amount of idiots I get behind, uh, like, all the time because they're not, they're they're too dumb or not paying attention. It's like, all right, this is just, this is just annoying. It it sucks for me. And our roads are terrible. Pennsylvania roads are god awful. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Here's always my butt when I say the Europeans, whenever uh, they bring that up. There's way too many people here, yeah. and there's not public transport like nope. they have it. Yeah. So like, man, everything sucks. And I'm like, yeah, that's. I think it's because America's just so big mm-hmm. to like set up public transport mm-hmm. would not only be a ton of time but a ton of money, and still people wouldn't use it because we already have all our own cars. Our cars. Um, so whenever they're like, it sucks traveling. It's awesome traveling in Europe because it's like, oh, 20 bucks to ride a train yeah. to you know mm-hmm. Germany for mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. But here it's like 20 bucks and I got to drive up by myself and go through like five turnpikes. I mean, with Uber, it's, it's kind of nice, especially in the city and stuff. But like here, it's like obsolete. Like, yeah, it's not if you want to Uber, it's like really expensive. But like mm-hmm. my uncles live in DC and they Uber all the time. And it's like, they, they, don't, they only have one car and they rarely use it because they were both work for the government. So they don't have to go that far. That's nice. Yeah. But, um, that's, that's, that it, it's nice. But like, yeah, you're right. We don't have that kind of public transport except yeah. for like our big cities. Plus it's simply and even, trash. And even then, yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. And our subways in New York are just mm-hmm. disgusting. 
I will say though, I think Amsterdam sometimes. Is so nice. Is it? I know. You just get on that train; it takes you literally oh, everywhere in that goddamn really? city. Amsterdam yeah, it's like a straight line. Anyway, so, yeah. It really is my favorite, one of my favorite places in Europe. That's yeah, awesome. it was great. Plus, there's legal weed. Mm. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> Bad decision made on my part. It's fine. Uh, um. So, do you guys want to take a quick break? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay, welcome back. Ooh, what a break. What a wonderful long Yep. Oh, yeah, break. of course. So, I think we were talking about trains in Amsterdam. What about trains in London? Oh, <laughs> London. Okay, well, I don't know if this is how it is everywhere or just where I was in London, but... I also am slightly stupid. So <laughs> London. Okay, so I was there for three and a half months, right? And it's a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. I mean I studied abroad. So oh, yeah. it's kind of just how it worked out. Yeah. Um, but there was like a week long time where we got off classes and everyone usually travels. So my friend and I were like, okay, where are we going? Because we have to go somewhere. So we first go to Scotland, have this awesome time, and then we had like another two days left of break. So we're like, okay, you know what? There's a really cheap flight to Norway. We're just going to go. And so we go to Norway, spend a day and a half in Oslo, and then leave. And we don't think anything of it because we're like, oh, yeah, fine. Public transportation. It's going to be fine and reliable, obviously. What could go wrong? <laughs> and so we, we fly back into London. And we fly back into one of the airports that's, like, farthest away from where our accommodation was. And this is at, like... 11 at night I want to say it was getting really late and we didn't realize that the train stopped running and the underground stops running at Oof. night and so the we're, whole underground I'm not, I'm not sure I know where I needed to go was not going <laughs> so, and this is a few years ago so I'm not super sure on all the details but I do remember we were sitting there we're like okay so then we're gonna get off at this stop and then take the train back to where we need to go and then this guy over here is us talking and he was like you can't do that. And we're like, why not? And he's like, oh, well, this is the last one. And that's it. And so we were like, oh, okay, perfect. So we <laughs> get off at the last stop because we thought it was going to take us the whole way there. And it was not. So we get off at the last stop that we can. And he's like, okay, we got to get you guys to your train because there's still a few more trains running until that shuts off. So he's like, we need to get you guys to your train. And then somehow these other two people also get involved. And now it's five of us <laughs> just trying to get my friend and I to where we need to be. And so us being stupid girls in Europe decide we're going to trust this man that we've never met Oof, and get an Uber with him idea. and two other people too. And so they're like, okay, we need to go to this train station. So the Uber is like running around town trying to get us to the train station so that it's we don't have to take like a really expensive Uber all the way home. And so everything ends up being fine. We get to the train <laughs> we, and then we literally were running to where we needed to be we get on as soon as the door and the doors close right after and then we go home and everything was fine but i was an idiot because at midnight on some <laughs> random day in europe i decided it'd be a good idea to get into an uber with a stranger yeah. and my mom and, does not know I mean, technically you always do that. an uber with a stranger well, okay, whenever she listens this mom, listening. <laughs> sorry <laughs> 
Yeah, that was wow. especially in time. Europe because there's some yeah. horror stories. Yeah, trafficking. And yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And that's not even the only time I've ever run to catch a train. That was like the last one either. Like <laughs> yeah. I just have no time management skills, I guess, in Europe. And at Switzerland, it's bad because they never wait in Switzerland. So it's mm. always like, even if you just hang out for a little bit, you're like, oh fuck, it's one minute past when the train's supposed to show up. I probably missed it already. Jeez. Wow. But in Germany, it's always late, like getting canceled mm-hmm. 30 minutes and stuff like that. Yeah, we waited mm-hmm. an hour at a train station in Germany. Yeah, one I know. Time. <gasps> That's how like flights are too, constantly getting canceled. Yeah. Are you guys like afraid of airplanes at all? Oh, I am boarding, but then as soon as I get on, I'm like, yeah. this After is my coffin, all, baby. That's true. That's true, because it's like once Just you're in the air, it's yeah. either it's gonna hit the ground and it's either gonna be fast or it's gonna be slow. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like one or the other, like one way or another, you're not gonna keep going up. You're gonna come down. Yeah. I guess so. And so that's fine. Too. And you're like either gonna be fine thing. or you're gonna yeah. be dead. So like fun. <laughs> no, it's I actually only... not as bad as people say that. Yeah. Getting on an airplane. Well, I've heard things like about you, the TSA being useless. Have like you flown yeah. once to Florida. To Florida when okay. I was nine. Wow. So, yeah. Really good experience. Planes are expensive. They are. Well, yeah. yeah. I'd so like to fly more, but yeah, it's not going to happen anytime The best soon. is like going to Europe or anywhere mm-hmm. uh, cross ocean because you're like, man, if I go down, there's no fucking way. Yep, you're dead. Yep. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> so you well, just accept it. Yeah. When I was younger, I always, for whatever reason, was like, I always want to fly over the ocean because then they can just land it on the water and I'm going to be fine. That's <sighs> how I always sink. thought <laughs> it was going to be. <laughs> That's yeah. not the reality, but I was so I was <laughs> never scared of flying growing up. Well, I'm the same. That's like the same thing wow. with cruise ships too. It's like you're out in the middle of the ocean. Like, I it goes down your dead. It looks pretty, but yeah. my the eight hour flight that I had to take to Switzerland was awful because it was an overnight flight. It always is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you leave the states at like six o'clock mm-hmm. and then you land at 8 a.m yes. in switzerland and oh, whenever the the 40 year old dude behind you is a little baby and can't stop kicking your seat so you can't fall asleep <laughs> you're like i'm fucked like the first day i spent in switzerland i was by a toilet like ready to throw oh. up because i was the jet lag the fatigue just hit me all at once see i don't deal with people like that i would t- i would turn around and scream at that four-year-old i'd be like you better fuck he's 40 year old then i then i definitely scream at, like shut the fuck stop fucking doing that or I'll cut your legs off <laughs> cut your <laughs> legs off <laughs> you get thrown out the plane for a terrorist <laughs> speaking of jet lag how do you guys like what what's your i'm guessing you have a, a like a style mm. now to it oh yeah well for me I get to the country I'm going to. It's always, for me, easier whenever I'm going out of America. Mm -hmm. So I get there, and it's usually, like, the morning. Like, in London, it was, like, 6 a.m. In Africa, it was, like, I want to say, like, around lunchtime, like, noon. And then you just got to stay up all day. Yeah. And then you pass out at, like, 8. You get to sleep for, like, 12, 14 hours. Then you wake up in the morning, you're fine. But then coming home, I literally, I don't, I lose my mind Mm -hmm. coming home. Because I get home. And then I can't sleep. And then I'm still on the time that I was at before. So then I wake up at three in the morning and then I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs until everybody gets up. And then I'm exhausted in the middle of the day and then I'm grumpy, but I can't stay up because then I'm, I've been up since 3am and it's just like, I don't know why, but coming home is always so much worse for me. I don't know. For me, it wasn't, for me, I actually enjoy coming home because I tend to be an anxious person and anxious people have like safe spaces right and that's Mm -hmm. my room like coming home Mm -hmm. I'm like I know everything's gonna be okay in my room and so like even though I felt like death coming home even just laying down in my own bed 
and just watching TV, it was like, oh man, this is really? this is perfect. Oh. This is heaven on earth right now. That's nice. Um, going there was a nightmare because I was like, <laughs> I I hadn't met her parents yet, so I was like, their first introduction to me was me saying, hey, sorry, would love to talk, but I really need to go lay down. Oh, no. <laughs> so I went, I slept for a couple hours. I woke up. That's when I was super nauseous and felt like I was going to vomit. And I sat on the bathroom floor Hell yeah. for the rest of the night. Aww. They have a bidet in that toilet? No, they didn't. <laughs> Damn it. You really want a bidet. I'm just curious as to what they feel like. I have a friend. <laughs> I'm genuinely interested. Like, I have a friend. We can, we can work it out. <laughs> and I remember I told my mom, I was like, oh, yeah, like so-and-so had a bidet. And my mom went, yeah, his mom seems like the kind of person who would. Oh, I was oh, like, oh, what does that mean? Shit. She seems like the kind of person who'd have a clean asshole. <laughs> my mom's savage sometimes. I can't wait until that's like a slang. For someone like stick up your ass, clean asshole, clean <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Um, but I I made all the mistakes, like with jet lag. The nice thing about Costa Rica is we were only delayed by like two hours, pretty much, because it's more of a mm. vertical movement. But like when I was in Germany, I was like, I don't need to adjust. No, fuck that. So I would sleep <laughs> at like three o'clock in the afternoon in the car while we were driving from place to place, and then I would be up until like five a.m. And I just, I was like, fuck it. Like, this is my life right now. Yeah. And I was fine. But I actually, I somehow, even though I stayed pretty much on the sleeping schedule that I was on back home, when I came back home, I also got screwed and I could not adjust then because I feel like my body was then like, now let's do Germany time. Yeah. And I don't know what happened, but it was miserable. What also helps that in Germany, you didn't really go to see anyone in particular? No, we were just traveling around. Yeah. For me, it was like. I know I have to talk to people who are already accustomed to this schedule. Mm -hmm, So I need to like give my body enough time to adjust Mm -hmm. to it. Uh, But after that, it was all right. And you were there for what, a month? Yeah. Oh, wow. What'd you do there? Uh, Hung out, you know, went from place (laughs) to place. We went to Amsterdam. We went to Germany. Uh, I don't know if we went. No, we didn't go to any other countries, but I experienced all the Swiss things like fondue and alpine slides. Mm. Your park was fun too. Uh, went on my first roller coaster with a loop. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I you had to do that. I went. To, I was gonna do one on Six Flags when I was a little boy, but I peed my pants, so my mom <laughs> told me no. <laughs> but the loop was really fun. Yeah. I hate drops and everything like this. This this one it was called Blue Fire, right? So it's an extreme coaster. So it's a launch mm-hmm. coaster. It's not like a build up, and then you launch. You go up on a downward sign, then you go into the to the loop. The loop is great because it feels like you're right side up, even yeah. though you're looking down at everything. And then it went to the like the spirals, which are the fucking worst thing in the world because it just feels like you're gonna get thrown out of a yep. thrown out of the seat. <laughs> and it's like I don't know why people find this fun, but the loop is cool. It's you okay. We should take you to Hershey. I love. I already park. been to Hershey. Yeah. Have you on the loop ones? Not on the loop ones. Actually. We're gonna take you on the super duper looper. No, that one sucks. That one's so easy though. Is it so easy? Yeah. Oh my god. It is just a loop. Like you just go one up, loop. You go yeah. down and loop, and you're done. I hate that. The, the I hate loop. the newest one, Sky Rush, because it hurts your fucking thighs. No, yeah. that's the best one. No, it hurts I, your thighs. I really don't like drops. For me, the drops it feels like I'm going uh, to die. Okay. But then anything else? Like, like I this double shot. You know what I'm talking about. See, uh, like the drop tower. I don't want to die on a roller coaster. With a baby. <laughs> um, I do like turns though, like fast turns. Like the laugh track is so fucking. Oh, I love the laugh. Yeah, track. they had one of those in Europa. 
It was so cool. It was like French themed. It used to be space themed, which I wish it was, but it was in a giant dome, right? So it was completely black. Mm-hmm. And like leading up to it was a very stereotypical like French houses. Like there were ladders put up and there'd be beds and like fairy lights strung across the room and like painters tools and stuff like that. But you go up the whole time you're spiraling up like a mock Eiffel Tower. And then you go down, it's very much like laugh track where it's completely dark, but mm-hmm. it lights up. And like it did all the French things like you went through the surrender <laughs> you surrendered, <laughs> and then you went through the arc. I forget, like, I forget the name of it, but it's super famous. You went through the arc. Um, and then you had like line girls, like the legs, you oh, went like under the, the legs of the lines girls Whoa. and they would like, nice. they were animated to kick up while <laughs> you're going through it. It was a super cool experience. That's so cool. Yeah. What are we going to talk about now? Okay. Well, let's you guys talk have about been South Africa. Uh, my favorite place so in the whole world. So, why don't you what you what were you there for originally? Um, so I had an internship. So I study psych and neuroscience, and so I want to be a clinical psychologist, well, neuropsychologist, whatever. Ultimately, but I can't, you know, be a neuropsychologist intern. So clinical psych is where I went. Um, so I went there to um basically help out these women at a shelter who have been abused. Um, so it was like a full-time two months internship, but I went through this organization and they also had like weekend trips and they had like my accommodations was with like some other interns too. So I got to know a lot of other people just like from how I got there, not only just like why I was there, but the whole thing was pretty cool. That's really cool. And, okay, what was like your favorite memory from there when Trenton's done dying? Away. Oh my God, you good? Oh, God. Way to go. Way to ruin her train of thought. Come on. I can't talk about South Africa. As soon as I talk, (laughs) you start dying. I know. I saw your water shit, by the way. You took a picture with an elephant. Yes. I will have that. You know, we got 29 views. I expect top tier water next time. (laughs) Not this penny water shit. Perrier or bus? What? Perrier. Fiji water. Fiji. Okay. okay, well, listen to these elephants. She took right? a picture with an elephant, guys. You took a picture with an elephant? They were hugging me. Their little trunks were hugging me. Oh, that's oh, that's awesome. Did you feel like you were going to die? No. I would. I would <laughs> feel like this thing's going to pick me up and yeet me across South Africa. <laughs> no, it's like, okay, it's for that, it's kind of like what happened. So we went on this, like, garden route. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. But it's this really, like, popular tourist attraction, like, through South Africa. And so, yeah. So you go, like, all across the coast. Um, You can stop at a whole bunch of different places. And where we – it was – for us, it was only, like, a four-day-long route. So we did, like, a bunch of, like, wineries, um, different, like, beaches. We did, like, the highest bungee bridge. And a lot of the people jumped off, which I did not because why the fuck would I do that? Bungee jumping is real dangerous. Yeah, it's freaking just scary imagine shit. Snaps. Yeah, I was the only person to not do it in my group, and I was like, I have no regrets. <laughs> right yeah, now. like seriously. But then we also did like an African safari, and then we did um, an elephant brush walk. And so basically, these elephants were like rescued from poachers at one point, so they were brought to this game reserve, and um, what they do is they'll have like maybe two or three like groups come in a day. And otherwise the elephants just hang out, do whatever they want, but then they get like their little elephant walks. And so that's when like the groups will come and like walk with the elephants and then we'll stop at this place and feed them. And when we feed them, we get like pictures with them and like get to hug them and everything. So like is that. that where that happened? Mm-hmm. 
So then you get to feed one elephant at a time. There's three elephants there. And then when everyone's done feeding, you can go in for a picture with all three elephants. So then they all hug you and they like tussle you around. They're super docile creatures. You have to watch out for hippos down there. Those things. Yeah, there were hippos. They're scary as fuck. Hippos kill more. Like hippos are not even exaggerating the deadliest animal in the world, particularly just because of Africa. Like you look at them and they go, they're not fast. They're big and dumb and slow, but they're fast. They'll fuck you up once they get moving. They're going and they have those massive teeth. Yeah. They're pretty cool, though. They are really pretty cool. Have you cool. seen those? Oh, they're yeah. Behind her, she's yeah, they're, so, like, when we were taking these pictures the, at the game reserve, like, where we were in this, like, area, there were some hippos. I'm not sure if it was in that picture or a different one. I can find it. Um, but, like, you would just see the hippos come up over the little hill, and they're just sitting there, like, watching us getting pictures <laughs> of these elephants. Just, like, they were, like, throwing them. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was, like, the coolest thing. I'll try to find I'd it. I'd rather see a pack of wolves come over a hill yeah, than a pack of hippos. Yeah, I, I could fight. I could fight a bunch of wolves. Yeah, you could <laughs> fight wolves. I watched a video, but my biology teacher in high school thought it was really funny. Um, I can't remember if there was a – I thought there was a hippo in it, which is why I started this conversation. But it was a pack of lions attacking – uh, like a wildebeest. Oh, I've seen. Oh, it. I have and seen. And then that, all yeah. the wildebeest yeah, they all came show back up. And yep. Fucked up the lions. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, that, that's scary. Oh. as shit. So they're. I think they're scarier than rhinos, rhinos. To be honest. Cute. Oh, I saw rhinos. You did. I feel like rhinos. I was like, like okay, they charge yeah. you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you've probably seen it all. Not all, but a lot. Lions. I saw a bunch of cows. Oh. Okay, European cows are very different, though. Yeah, like they're, they're they just hang out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Costa Rican cows are also really different. Like they, so different. They're skinny. That, they're happy. You gotta actually. realize we pump our cows full of shit, so they taste better. They, they, <laughs> America, am I right? <laughs> they just oh. live their lives. Like I don't know if you can see in the background, but like they're so skinny because they like aren't oh, wow. being pumped full and they're muscular and they're like so adorable. Like, Is that you? Suck the yeah, that yes. Oh my god, that's yeah. precious. That we were doing. So we did. When we were in the rainforest, we were on this reserve called El Zoda, and you would have to hike. So we did three hikes a day, um, and you would do a morning hike, and then an afternoon hike, and then you would do a night hike, which were creepy. I was like, fuck that. Fuck a yeah. night hike. Well, because they hiking. also give you a safety presentation before, and they tell you stories about, like, the bullet ants and stuff. Like, And our guide had gotten bitten one year ago in the cabin that I was in, in the bed that I was in, <gasps> in the middle of the night. So I didn't sleep while I was in the rainforest because I, I was terrified. But, like, so on the morning hike this one time, it's stupid because, like, we saw so many cool things. Like, we saw all three primates there. So, howler monkeys, capuchins, and um, uh, spider monkeys, which were really cool to see. And it was also baby season, so we always saw babies with them. And we got to see a three-toed and a two-toed sloth. But in the middle of the road, there's this cow. And this is, like, one of my favorite stories from there because I just thought it was so stupid that, like, we're in Costa Rica to see these all, like, incredible animals. And then there's this, this, this cow. And it was, like, a dog. Like, it would, like, hop on its, like, front legs. <laughs> and it would, like, look at us. And then its tail would wag. And so one of the guides, like, started, like, clapping at it. And we led it up the road, like, two miles to its owner. It got out of the, um, like, fencing. And all the other cows on the fencing were running with it because they were so mad that it got out. They did, they wanted it back. And so then, like, we got to watch him get it back in. And, like, when they all got back together, all the cows were just so excited. It was, like, the cutest thing Aww. ever. Yeah, we um, we abused the fuck out of our cows. Like, yeah. they're, it's and, really sad going into, like, a farm mm-hmm. and they're just, like, they're, like, living in their own shit. Uh, it's gross. It's yeah. what's on. We went up. This is where the $32 cheese comes from. Cheese and... <laughs> cheese and meat but we went up a gondola and then we took a hike up to a mountain like that was like carved into the side of a mountain like it was 
a crystal blue lake, like even brighter than this blue. Um, but you walk up and one side is just cliff that spans up. And then on one side is the shore, but the shore is just filled with cows because the farmer's like the range free type. So he literally just lets his cows hang out by the lake all they want. And they just go sit there. They're the most docile thing ever. Yeah. You walk up to them and they don't even look at you. They just sit there and drink lake water all day mm. and lay down. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, like, I always used to love eating chicken. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be vegan. And my decision was really cemented for me when I was in Africa because we went to an ostrich farm. And where I was like, okay, cool. Like, we get to see ostriches. I thought it was going to be something like the elephants. Like, mm-hmm. they're rescued. All, everything's good and happy. No. Not everything is good and happy. We get there, we sit down, and they give us, like, this skin that they, like, took off of an ostrich. We're like, oh, yeah, so this is what we use the skin for. This is what we use the the feathers for. So now we're going to go see some ostriches. And I was like, what the heck? So we go out, we see the ostriches, and they're, like, hanging out, don't know that they're going to die soon, and we're sitting there staring at them. And then after all of this, we have lunch there. So everyone starts eating ostrich meat. And I'm like, how? You didn't eat ostrich meat? It's interesting. (laughs) That's like their deer. I mean, we we look at them as like unique animals, but they have so many of them that it's like, it's like deer to them. So like same thing with like horses, like, or not, yeah, horses. Kangaroos. Kangaroos, yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. But so, I was thinking like Swedish meatballs (laughs) and then like how they make them out of horse meat, but I don't think that's a thing. I don't think they have but horses like deer, deer, though. But um, anyway, maybe. But yeah. I don't think the horses are deer. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, shit, you made me lose my train of thought. Oh no, I'm sorry. Crap. In hot, but in I, I was gonna get into big game hunting. Oh, okay. oh that's God. a big problem. I hate like seeing that kind of shit where like they'll kill like rhinos or like. Listen, them. man. Whenever you're a dentist, and you got more than enough money. Might as well go. I, I'm interested to hear your take on it after being in Africa. But what I do know, because I was worried about it um is that what they usually will do is if like there's not a lot of money to be made in places like that so what they do to generate revenue is pick the weakest or something like weakest or like oldest uh of the group if they're on like a reserve and they'll kind of like sacrifice them but it the payoff is that they get to help the rest of the group mm-hmm. with that money so like tourism really isn't a huge thing in certain like conservations and stuff because like why would it be if you're just trying to protect the animals like what so yeah and then you have things like poachers who will go after like the, yeah. big, the big ass rhinos just to get a tie i told you just mute your shit and they'll go after like that the big ass because like for some reason like rhino <laughs> horns are like super expensive which i don't understand mm-hmm. it's um because it's a luxury good like uh because they're so rare and so difficult to get that's why that's okay. what makes it valuable something like shark fin yeah, mm. shark fin. Well, that it's. I think rhino horn and shark fin are both used in very traditional medicines yeah, too. Yeah, they supposedly have like magical properties of some yeah. sort. Which I thought would be gone now in the twentieth. Who needs vaccines when you can use magic? Yeah, <laughs> rhino. <laughs> Did they talk anything about like big game hunting on any of those hikes or? Um, not that I like distinctly remember. I do remember going to like the game, some of the game reserves, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we like." have these animals in different regions so that they aren't attacking each other. And so they are like healthy and like living their best life, I guess. That's cool. But like, cause everything that we did was very, I mean, besides the stupid ostriches, but everything else was like all in the interest of helping and saving the animals and like doing it very, 
humanely. Humanitarianly. That's what I was going to say. But yeah, humanely. So um, I I mean, I did not experience a lot of those kinds of things. It makes me really sad. My thing with big game hunting is that if you're going to do it, don't be a little bitch about it. Like you're going to go out there. You're going to hoof it on foot. It's going to be yourself and your rifle. And if you get mauled by some lions, hey, man, that's just the price of big yeah, game hunting. Yeah, Did yeah you get? for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It That's something I always come back from traveling with a new perspective, either on life or just on a particular thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that's my big reason for like I don't want to stop traveling especially now we're young and we have time mm-hmm. um actually uh his name is Israel and he's the the whole country no his name is Israel he's the guide that we were with in Costa Rica and the whole country the whole country of the Israel whole country. <laughs> wow that's awesome um, but he said he was like you know it's amazing that you guys are traveling now because you have nothing but time when you're young but no money and then when you get older you have nothing but money, but no time. And so like to be able to travel in that interim and try to find ways to do it is like super important for broadening your horizons. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And like I was telling my friend this the other day too, like, yeah, I'm in college. I don't have all this money, but from the money I do have, I can spend it on traveling because I can make it back. And so like, I think that goes back to like why I want to go to these countries that like are underdeveloped because those are the countries that one would give me the most cultural competence mm-hmm. from because I mean if I go to Europe like you see cool things I guess but it's like you were saying earlier it's very similar to America and like I don't want to travel to like be in some luxury resort and yeah. like yeah. go lay out by the beach like mm-hmm. I want to go travel to experience their culture and to see how they're living and live like that too yeah. and so like for me especially like at this age like you we are like more adventurous and, like crazy and so like I feel like it's the perfect time like if you can at all feasibly make that trip happen, then I don't see why you don't. Yeah. One of my favorite things, maybe we should do this over the summer at some point, is even even if you can't travel or, you know, don't have a lot of money, but you do have a car and, like, 20 bucks in gas money, just get in there, good, grab some good friends, get some banging tunes, and just drive in the direction yeah. and see where you end up. Yeah. yeah. I love road trips, too, but it gets to a point, like, where you're like seven hours in, you're like, okay, I don't like this anymore. Like I drove true. to Virginia, and I was <laughs> at like hour five and a half out of six. I'm like, please, somebody just put me down. <laughs> yeah, because like, well, it sucks if you're driving. Yeah, well, it's like, and it's not only that. It's like when you're driving like on a highway, and like when you start at like three a.m. and it's like, all right, I'm miserable. It's all been the same mm-hmm. shit. I've just seen truck drivers and roads. Like why I want to the back road. I okay, mean, but I wanted to get there in a timely day. manner. That's why you do a travel day, where you have no intent on what time you're arriving. You're yeah. just getting there by the end of the day. And then when you get there, you just shut down. Well, it sucks when you drive manual and no one else can drive your car. Oh, so I have to be the only I can drive your car. Yeah. Okay. See, but like some people really like that. Like my boyfriend, we drove to Canada and that was wow. 12 cumulative hours, maybe depending on from here. Cause we went to Vermont. Oh. And we went to Canada cause we took a long road trip. But, um, I was like, I can drive for you if you need. He's like, nah, I think, first of all, he doesn't want me driving. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to yeah. drive. <laughs> Especially on mountain roads. But second of all, like, he enjoys it. And, yeah. like, he could go for eight oh. hours. 
Yeah, I like it too. It's just I run out of steam. Like that's how you know they have a strong relationship. Yeah, they made but twelve hours in the pack car together. My that's mom, a good way to test your relationship. My mom took <laughs> me to Myrtle Beach to drop me off where my dad was staying. That's like a ten hour drive, and my dad offered for her to like stay and sleep for a little bit. She just drove right back. I was like, ten You're hours, crazy. Yeah. But then again, she's a paramedic, so she works twenty four hours, yeah. twenty four hours mm-hmm. shifts. So I'm like, okay, I kind of get it, but still, that's insane. Like I'd stay a little bit, enjoy the beach, just and then go back. But um, yeah, I like like I said, I like driving too, and I'll do it. But like my problem is, I just wanted to steam after a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I'm always offering to trade off. Yeah, you know. So whenever we do go on this road trip, that will never happen. Yeah, uh, I will. Trade no, you're off speaking it into existence. It's yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Now it's happening right now. Hey, Ty's mom. I know you're listening. Fully Ty about it. Until she, will, you, okay, she will. She will give that camper. No problem. You know it. Okay, but do you have a camper? Or any of us yeah. certified to drive that? Because it's a There's little no, bit more complicated no, to drive. You, can, you just have to know how to. You pull knobs, you're pulling right, levers. You have to practice. So yeah, you my, my dad <laughs> so is a ass camper. So and we also need something <laughs> that can handle pulling it. Yeah. So. I just let's just buy like a thousand dollar car off eBay, like a lemon, and, and just throw a mattress in the back and, and see the what out of it. Yeah, see what happens. There's actually races in America, and I want to do one called Lemon Races, where you buy the cheapest <laughs> car you can find, and then you go race them against That's other amazing. cheap cars. That's awesome. Oh that sounds like a rich people sport. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> actually. It sounds like a me sport. I buy cheap like cars all the time. Sport. It yeah, does sound like a me sport. I had um, a math teacher. This will be my last story. I had a math teacher right. we can go in high school, 20 minutes. and he told us this story and I was like, you need to write this down or make it a movie. But like, cause it sounds like the most like 1980s, 1970s thing you could possibly do. But like he was a young college student, like almost about to graduate or like fresh out of college. And this like creepy Italian dude offered him like $500 if he could take a car and drive it from New York to California. So he hopped in with a bunch of his friends and then they drove from New York to California. They would sleep in the car. And, like, literally, it was, like, the most classic, like, road trip movie story ever. Like, they, like, did all the stuff. Like, and at one point, he was, like, there was a locust storm when they were in, like, the Midwest. And, like, they were just in the car. And, like, locusts were, like, hitting every side of the car. That's awesome. And then, like, they get to California. And they just drop the car off. And they're, like, all right, thanks. Bye. And that was it. But he was, like, yeah, it was definitely, like, a mobster or something. Like, it was something not good. But it was, <laughs> I just thought I'd it was such it. a cool yeah, like if I if it if it was the nineteen seventies and I didn't have the internet to like Google that and consider, hmm, what is this actually happening? Yeah. Then I would totally do it. But yeah. So at least take a road trip. Go on a road trip. Yeah, you have to. Take a go to do a weekend trip. Go We used to do that yeah. to the beach all the time. It's amazing. Yeah. Especially when you're young and dumb and yeah. like that's the worst part about growing up, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that you start to care about things more. Oh, yeah. So especially if you can travel now because you're not going to be – you're never going to be this, like, young, this anxious mm-hmm. and this, like, um, willing to experience other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that – I think that wraps it up. All right, that's fine. Thank you for listening. Dana, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for thank having you, me. Mom. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Ty's mom. Thanks, Ty's mom. Because <laughs> Ty's mom is uh, our listener. Like our only listener. Oh, 
Okay. No, I'm kidding. Actually, Evan's family. Okay. Um, and Evan's mom. Hi, Evan's mom. Hi, Evan's Hi, mom. mom. Oh, no. she, just, she finally Hi, just family. followed the Instagram page for it. <laughs> Speaking of, make sure to follow us at, at Get Stoked Podcast on Instagram. Um, yeah, let us What's know. What's We're on YouTube now, too. We are on YouTube now. Is it also just Get Stoked Podcast? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, let us know what you think about this. Let us know what we could be doing better. And uh, I would be interested to hear, like, when we post like the um like now available page for this episode i'd be interested to hear like where you guys have been or where you want to go so maybe comment that yeah i wish yeah yeah no one will we, we hey. both of us took polls for topic ideas on our personal instagrams and i got a hundred 160 some views and only two responses and oh. one of them was one of them was ty <laughs> from the get Stoked podcast complaining about the same problem oh so God. thank you so much for listening to another episode of Get, Get so <laughs>